This is the Truth Network. I'll let you know a little secret, Tyler. The gold's not in the ground. Gold's not anywhere up here. The real gold is south of 60. Sitting in living rooms. Stuck facing the boob tube. Bored to death. Bored to death, Tyler. Boredom, Tyler. Boredom, that's what's wrong. How do you beat boredom, Tyler? Adventure. In Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Vacation Bible Style. Bible Style. Bible, 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 Bible. Vacation Bible Style. Bible Style. Bible, 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 Bible. Vacation Bible Style. So you. <laughs> I personally think, Bill, this may have been my best intro, you know, ever. You certainly have enjoyed it more than any of the other There's so much in that intro, I can't even begin to tell you. But Vacation Bible, you got to admit that cars and vacations go together. So welcome to the Christian Car Guys show. I like boats a lot in vacation and airplanes. Well, cars can pull boats and airplanes, you know, all those things. And if you were listening carefully at the very beginning of that, you heard... You know, a, a, a clip from Never Cry Wolf, and they were in an airplane, which we're going to talk about that here in a minute. But, you know, vacation Bible style, what does that conjure up in your mind? <laughs> I might just surprise you today with what I have on vacation Bible style. But in navigating this year's vacation plans, it occurs to me that there are three basic questions that we all face with this annual blessing. Number one, who is going? Number two, where are we going? And number three, what are we going to do when we get there? So, you know, just a simple tip or two here. You know, God always seemed to like large groups to go on adventures. So, you know, think about all the Israelites in the desert of the 70 that Jesus sent out. And, you know, he almost always hung around with at least 12. So personally, <laughs> to, to me, as far as vacation, you might expand your horizons a little bit. The more, the merrier. You know, some of my vacations, favorite vacation memories where we brought along nieces or nephews or grandchildren, family, friends, you know, most of all, of course, you want to bring bring along the big three, Bill. That would be the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, just saying. Bring those guys, you're going to need them. We're going to get to that in a second. So the next question is, where are we going? And so to Robbie, adventure is the name of the game. Like he said, how do you beat boredom? Adventure, Tyler. And so God likes to take us out of our comfort zone. I don't know if you ever noticed this. So if we're talking vacation Bible style, right? God loves an adventure. Think about it. Abraham, he took him out of, you know, his comfort zone. You know, Paul, oh my goodness, he was all over the place on many an adventure, you know, shipwrecked, you name it. 
And how about Jacob sleeping on the rock, you know, <laughs> little camping trip. Well, a fascinating study that Gary Smalley did. He's a Christian, um, I guess, psychologist. And he did a study on what he could find in common was the common denominator between couples that stayed married. And it didn't turn out that they went to church together or that they prayed together. What it turned out, the only thing that he could find was a common denominator among couples that would stay married over 30 years was they camped. Yes, they camped. Why would that, why would that help a marriage? Well, you don't bump into as many lawyers. <laughs> Camping brings adventure. It brings beauty, but also it brings struggle. Because, you know, you don't bring the tent poles like I did in one year, and you have to figure out how to get the tent up without any poles. I did it, I, but it took a while. Or, you know, it rained, and you have to sit in the tent and watch movies. You know, I play, uh, not watch movies, you play cards and stuff like that, you know, because you're not connecting, all that stuff. But that little clip that you heard is from the movie Never Cry Wolf. And there's a guy by the name of Tyler, and he's sort of a nerdy guy that never really has been taught to camp and those kind of things and somehow or another he signs up to go to alaska to watch these arctic wolves during the winter and he's gonna have to stay there for like three months and rosie the rest of his family sign him up yeah and rosie the guy who's speaking to him there in the plane we're gonna play this clip a couple more times during the show so you get used to it but rosie the guy who's explaining to tyler is the bush pilot and they are flying in the mountains, and he's, you know, it's kind of terrifying. And he thinks that Tyler has gone gold hunting, or, you know, and so that's why he starts out that clip by saying, you know, the gold isn't in the ground, Tyler. It's below 60. And he's talking about the 60th parallel. It's all the people down in the United States that are sitting behind the boob tube watching TV bored to death. Because <laughs> all the, think of all the kingdom possibility of all of us that are, bored to death and so he says how do you what's the it's what's the solution for boredom tyler excitement yeah that about that time the engine stops on the plane and the plane starts crashing towards the mountain and you know in the middle of all that he holds up a wrench and shows tyler you know what's the solution to boredom adventure adventure tyler and actually if you this is the best scene of the whole movie and the only thing to me in the whole movie worth watching is he climbs outside of the plane goes and beats on the engine with the with the wrench gets the motor started and of course makes his illustration that there's nothing like struggle so where are we actually going today robbie here's this is this might surprise you but it is vacation bible style okay so what are we going to do when we get there and my answer has been through you know, at this point in my life, I've been on a lot of vacations in 64 years. And one of the things I can almost count on if you're on a Dillmore family vacation is we are going to fight. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, family struggles. Once we all get vacation expectations and close quarters and people get tired, the battles, they get intense. If you get five or more Dillmores together, all cooped up in a tent or a cabin or a motel room, wherever you go, it's a recipe for fireworks of the temper kind, right? <laughs> and the more I've processed this over the years, the more I see that God rigged it that way. I really think so. And this is one of the important things about vacation, I believe, is the fighting. 
I can't relate. I, you, I'm sorry, but there's some of us that can, and I, oh, I guarantee if I, I was, you know, enjoy. I, I got to tell you that if King Arthur were here, he would tell you there's a peace that only comes on the other side of war. You see, there is a peace that only comes on the other side of war. See, vacation has a tendency to wear you out, so the mask has to come down. It, you know, you get hot, you get tired, you've been walking around, and your sister has been saying that same thing to bug you for the last 20 years. And now all of a sudden, you're going to let her know exactly how you feel. It's just it's a natural thing. And that's actually good for intimacy because now the truth comes out. The thing that everybody was afraid to say because they didn't want to hurt anybody's feeling now gets said, and now we got something to deal with. And now, actually, it's over our pay grade, and we're going to be way out of our comfort zone, and it's going to require God. That's why I said I think he's the one that rigged it that way because now we're going to need forgiveness, and now we're going to need some understanding, and we're going to need some stuff that we don't necessarily – and again, I'm talking about a Dillmore family. I don't know about you know the Mixon family, so – you know, you guys are calm, and I know nothing like that. I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to speak to it. But I know what it's like if you're with us. And and actually, <laughs> to me, there is a peace that only comes on the other side of the war. When people really do understand that I do need forgiveness for the way I act sometimes, and sometimes I need to forgive you for the way that you act. And the really cool thing is all this fighting through your family, the cracks, right? God's love shines through those cracks. We take each other off the pedestal. We see each other for what we really are because we're in close proximity to one another. And then all of a sudden we can really love the real person, not the person that's been hiding behind the mask, but the real one. So <laughs> this year when it breaks out on your vacation, you know, start praying for forgiveness because we're all surely going to need it. But if you think, Robbie, what are you talking about? Well, those families in the Bible, if you paid any attention, I don't remember too many of them that didn't fight like cats and dogs, right? And so vacation Bible style, actually, if you think about it, is, you know, Jacob and Esau, you know, Joseph and his brothers, you know, you don't have to go far. Even Moses, Aaron, and, and his sister, you know, they had their struggles. So I would love to hear about your vacation battle. Maybe you battled the weather. Maybe you, you battled your brother. But I bet you it ended up in a good place if God was there. And we would love to hear that story. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Vacation Bible style. When we come back on the Christian Car Guy Show, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Vacation Bible style today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And as we pointed out in the <laughs> first segment, that may include a great deal of conflict because if you've read the Bible, I'm sure you've noticed there was a lot of conflict. Um, the cool thing is that God, somehow or another, has rigged the world so that we can learn so much through conflict. And vacation Bible style may have to do with that. So I'm hoping that you will think about what I'm talking about and Tell us your family legend of 
ire or whatever the struggle was and call us in at 866-348-7884-866-34 truth so when my children were my my two older children when they were about six and seven chrysler had come out with the new minivan i think this was 1993 maybe and they had the the big car show at disney world because they were bringing out this new minivan and it was our best-selling thing so we had tickets to the parks and we had all this stuff and it was a big conference and all of chrysler was there and we were in a Usually we stay in some place a little bit bigger, but we were in one single motel room with two beds. So I had my, I think there were six and seven at the time. And my wife and I were in the bed and we were at a place called the dolphin there at Disney world. And the way that my family is, <laughs> I don't know about yours, but we play hard. I mean, if the, if the parks were open till one o'clock, we are going to stay till one o'clock. If they're open to whatever, I mean, that's how, that's how long we're going to go. So we would go to whatever Chrysler thing. And so we would come back to the room and now you're, you are dead. T- you've been out. It's, it's July or August, whenever it was. And crispy crittered. Crispy crittered. And so I am exhausted. And when I'm exhausted, I sleep. But my wife and kids, they didn't like that. And so as I would attempt to sleep, they would begin to tease their dad. Now, Somehow or another, they had determined that dad's bark was much, much worse than their bite, than his bite. And so I would, you know, stand up, please go to quiet, you know, get, get to sleep. (laughs) One one room. You didn't think about getting two rooms. (laughs) And then I would lay down and then it wouldn't be long and then they would start. Well, this went on probably for an hour and a half or something like that. But the part that I wanted to relate that I find absolutely fascinating is if my kids start talking about vacation memories, that one will always come up. Do you remember the time? <laughs> Do you remember the time that Dad was in the dolphin and we would just bug him until he would start screaming again? <laughs> That's because you shared all those stories about your your family get-togethers when you were small. But see, the, I think the point is your kids can't relate to a perfect dad. I, I, they like a dad that has cracks. <laughs> I just like to find the cracks to stick a crowbar in them. So I know this story is bringing up something in your mind that you're thinking, wow. And yes, cars have to do with vacation and we're talking about vacation ready and those kind of things. But I would love to hear your story. You know what I'm talking about. Be courageous and share that, hey, you know what? My family isn't just like peace and calm, all that stuff too. 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. Bill, you know, you went to the Bahamas one time. I did. You know, back when we had absolutely no money, and I just wanted so bad to take my my family on a vacation, and they just come out with the internet, haha. But they just, I just discovered eBay. And there was this outfit called Laker Air that I think was based in Miami, and they flew to the Bahamas. And I said, oh, I always wanted to go to the Bahamas. So I bid on this this package, and I thought it was just the best deal in the world. But you had to leave from Raleigh like at midnight. So I packed up the family, and we go to Raleigh, and we get on the plane, and we get over to this little place. I think it was called Island Palm. My daughter still calls it sketchy. It was downtown Freeport, and they had about a 12-foot wall that went all, all around the compound, 
I liked it because you could you know you could go and have a really inexpensive meal at Burger King, and they had these night shows, and they had this lady that um, was eating fire. And my little son, I mean, he's just Matthew is something. She says, I want a volunteer that will eat fire. So he got up <laughs> and he, he walked over there and he put his little heads on his hip and he stuck his head back and he closed his eyes. <laughs> and he had to let her stick that thing right there. Her eyes got huge. <laughs> she didn't know what to do. But uh, we had to get on a shuttle bus to go over to the other resort that was on the ocean and I had put all my stuff in the lockbox, and I had this key zipped up in the back pocket of my um, my bathing suit. At Gideon's, we pass out these little Bibles, and I'd taken about 60 or 70 little Bibles, and I got up. My wife likes to get up late. I get up with the sunrise, and I'm sitting around the pool at sunrise, and one of the maintenance people comes over, and I hand him a Bible, and he just lights up, and he brought every single employee at that um, resort over to sit down and we'd talk and we'd share and I gave out Bibles. So we get to the ready to fly out and uh, I can't find the key. I can't find the key to the lockbox. And we've looked and we've looked and I say, go into the office and I say, pardon me, but I've lost the key to the lockbox. And she says, well, go look again. And I wanted, I mean, I was hot. I mean, I was Whoo! I kept saying, I gave all these people Bibles. I can't show my. <laughs> so I said, yes, ma'am. And I come back 45 minutes, almost an hour later. And I say, look, I don't know what it's going to cost. I don't care what the fee is. I, I lost the key to the lockbox. Would you please open the lockbox? She says, oh, we don't have spare keys to the lockbox. And I mean, whoo, I mean, I could feel the flame from my feet going up to And I said, well, I'm sure I'm not the first fool to lose a key. What do you do? And this is Sunday afternoon. We have to call a locksmith. You know, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours before the plane takes off. I said, well, you need to do whatever you need to do. Please. Well, we bought the ticket from, you know, off. I had no idea who to call. And I'm going over to the to the um, the phone, the pay phone. And I'm looking up. All right. We're going to have to leave Bill there on. the. Yes. Eight. Six. We need your story. The legend of the struggle that the family will remember forever. That makes it adventure. Tyler. Eight. Six. Six. Three. Four. Eight. 7884. Don't let me down. I'm looking for something really fun. 866 348 7884. I'll let you know the little secret, Tyler. The gold's not in the ground, gold's not anywhere up here. The real gold is south of 60, sitting in living rooms, stuck facing the boob tube, bored to death. Bored to death, Tyler. What's wrong? Boredom, Tyler. Uh, Boredom, that's what's wrong. uh, How do you beat boredom, Tyler? Adventure. Vacation Bible Style. 
that today we are talking vacation Bible style on the Christian Car Guy Show, which may be a little bit different Bible style than you might have thought. But if you read the Bible, you'll see there's a lot of conflict, certainly amongst families. And vacation that way requires God because there may be some conflict involved. And we would love to hear your story at 866-348-7884. I realize this is a little hard to be courageous to talk about how you know, God shined through when sometimes we didn't shine through so well. But Bill, when we left our hero, you were in the Bahamas waiting on a locksmith on a... Waiting on a locksmith. Well, actually, he got there, and I'm pretty sure he was hired because he was the best thief on the island and had never actually been caught because he was fiddling away, and I was praying, God, how hard would it be for him to at least get the tumblers to fix right? And I'm on the phone, and I've called the airlines, and this wonderful trip that was going to cost very little money, turns out there was this nice big hotel tax that nobody told you about, and it was $600 per person to get another flight back to um, to Winston, and I'm thinking, golly. So a couple comes up, and they're calling. They bought the, the Laker airplane tickets directly through Laker. So I got the phone number from them. I've been praying. And I called the lady up. And I said, look, you know, I'm supposed to fly out in an hour from um, the from Freeport and the the key and the tickets. And, I, you know, she says, well, we only fly out of there twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, the, the next time we fly out is going to be uh, Wednesday. And, uh, you know, yeah, maybe we can get you on the flight Wednesday for free, but the closest we're going to land is uh, airport south of, of Charlotte. So I'm sitting there going, God, it's going to cost me 600 times four. She says, I'll get back to you. So I go in and I say to the young man, son, it looks to me like you don't have something that you need. He says, yeah, when I came, I didn't bring my saw. And that's really how we've got to get into these. I said, so there's really no way that you're going to possibly open this thing. And he says, no. I said, well, son, just don't worry about it. You just uh, come back tomorrow. And I said, you know, God, it's your money. It's your money. It's not my money. If this is the way you want me to spend your money, then uh, you know, th- I'm not going to. And I talked to the hotel, and the hotel cuts us an unbelievably great deal. And uh, the, the, the hotel tax is the same whether we were there for four days or whether we're, we're there for the whole week. And my daughter had just become a scuba diver. She wasn't going to be able to go scuba diving because of you've got to wait so long after. So we got to stay three more days, almost nothing extra, had the most wonderful time. And we got to fly back for free. It was interesting because we had a full plane until we got to, like, Cincinnati. And then we were on a plane with just us all the way down to South Carolina. And I rented a car for next to nothing. It was like they paid us to take the car from there and leave it at uh, the Winston-Salem Airport. This was back when the Winston-Salem Airport was still running. But it was one miracle after it. It was the neatest thing to see how God worked. 
and I just came so close to just blowing it and just being a I wanted to just yell at the poor little girl that said go back and search for your key again so you never did find the key never did find the key they had to cut cut into the lock I think it ended up costing me an extra 200 bucks for us to stay um, until Wednesday of course my wife got all kinds of grief at work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, they thought we planned on staying out till Wednesday to begin oh, yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can see God can work through struggle in miraculous ways. But, you know, if there's no struggle, you know, then, you know, then it's boredom, right? And, and, and there's no doubt that I think through a, many, many, many vacations that it was the big struggles that became the point of family legend. So... I would love to hear yours, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And so in the idea of struggle, you know, we have the Jesus labor love there at ChristianCarGuy.com, which I should point out that at ChristianCarGuy.com, if you've missed part of the show and you want to hear what we were talking about earlier, or you have to go somewhere and you want to hear what we say later, you can listen to the podcast on demand anytime you want to. You can actually just tell your iPhone, Siri, play the Christian Car Guy podcast and off it'll go. Just right on your phone almost automatically. So that's always available as well as Christian Car Guy Theater. But when it comes to Jesus, labor, love, of course, we deal with struggle every week. And last week, I had mentioned that we had this woman was actually a widow, lost her husband, I think a year and a half ago, and she lost her car. And so we were trying to find her a car, and we actually um, found somebody to donate that, And but we needed some extra money to get the registration. And so I mentioned that last week, and I also mentioned these new T-shirts that we've got coming out with a big Christian Car Guy logo shield on the front that's going to look like Superman. We're very excited about that. And oh my goodness were people generous i mean that we got all the money for that registration and fortunately we got some extra besides that because talk about struggle (laughs) when we went we thought we had the car already till all of a sudden the check engine light came on and you know because this was a car that was donated so it's got you know a couple hundred thousand miles on it and all that and the next thing you know we need an evaporator and we need this and i was hoping to get her in the car yesterday and I actually drove the car home, and that's a van, myself. I was really hoping, Bill. But it just seems like, <laughs> and I was praying, you know, God, you must have a reason that you're delaying this. Cause Maybe I, you're supposed to crawl out and beat something with a wrench. <laughs> Adventure, Robbie. And I thought about it. You know, what if this van <laughs> breaks down on the middle of the road? But anyway, it didn't, but it did check the <clears throat> set the check engine light again, and so we're still working with that but I, I just wanted to um ask for your prayers for these many in fact i had some more applications come in yesterday for these single moms widows families in crisis and i'm so grateful for the generous donations um that were enabling and 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 believe me when i shared with this widow on monday that all that had come in to help her she was you know, I get a chance to talk to him and, and the people, are, she is so grateful. And interestingly too, Bill, I, I had another application come in this week. And when I called her, she was like, oh, Mr. Robbie, Mr. Robbie, you don't remember me. And I was like, well, you know, because we go through a lot of applicants. And she said, well, you gave me a van two years ago. And I got to tell you, that was a great van and it, it served our purposes. Past tense. It, it was, Yeah. 
it didn't last forever because you know we're, we got cars that are a little older and she has a new car now that needs help but i was just blown away at how she had felt god really came to her need in that moment and and it, she wasn't giving mr robbie the glory she was giving the glory to the person that obviously provided the van it wasn't me and just like the van that's coming for this new widow it's not coming from me it's coming from people that hear about the Jesus labor love, go to christiancarguy.com, offer to donate, offer certainly all the prayers that are the foundation of the whole thing. And, but you know, and some who are generous enough to offer a car. So, you know, we don't want to skimp on that at all and, and tell you to go to christiancarguy.com. We got the t-shirts. I hope we'll be here next week and we'll get that stuff up there as well. But getting back to our vacation Bible style, I hope that you're kind of, seeing what I'm talking about, that those conflicts that seem like at the time Satan is going to rob the joy of your vacation may end up being the stuff of family legend, right? We, we, um, a number of years ago, and I even did a show on it. We rented a sailboat out of Tampa Bay. My wife and now my older two kids are, you know, gone out and I just had my younger daughter there. Well, she wasn't a big sailor by any means, but at one point, a horrible storm came up, kind of like, you know, <laughs> if you remember Gilligan's Island, the weather started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed <laughs> and the waves started coming over the bow. And oh, my goodness, my daughter had. Should I call my friends and tell them I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm drowning. I better text. Eight six six three four eight seven. Oh, you waited to the last segment so I can hear your memory. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. Don't let me down. Give us a call. I'll let you know a little secret, Tyler. The gold's not in the ground. Gold's not anywhere up here. The real gold is south of 60. Sitting in living rooms. Stuck facing the boob tube. Bored to death. Bored to death, Tyler. What's wrong? Boredom, Tyler. Uh Boredom, that's what's wrong. How do you beat boredom, Tyler? Adventure. Vacation Bible style with a little help from Alvin and the Chipmunks and Tyler. But when you think about vacation Bible style, there may be a little conflict in there somewhere, and we would love to hear your story. We still have time. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share when we were, we left our hero this time out in the sailboat in the middle of the storm. The waves are coming over the bow. You literally couldn't see the buoy. It was you know the waves were you know 10 15 feet coming over the bow of this sailboat my daughter was terrified of course i knew that sailboats don't sink unless they get broken in half or something but you know and it it takes a 
a pretty amazing storm to have done that, something like that. But we, I, I kind of knew we were fine, but she didn't. My wife certainly didn't. And of all the vacation memories, you know, that they would talk about in that era, guess which one they usually come back to that, you know, when God saved us through the storm. I mean, it's just how it goes. It's, it's the deal is that God shows up, you know, when the going gets tough. So we got Sarah Linda is in Port Orchard, Washington. Sarah Linda. I can hardly wait Hi. to hear your story today. <laughs> okay. Well, because what you were talking about, boats, and it, well, long ago, uh, my uh, when my my hubby was, uh, he was the pastor at the little church, and also he taught school. And uh, anyway, it was summer, and we went with another family in the church. We were going to go fishing uh, up north, and. Uh, uh, well, we we uh, got up way before dawn and to, to drive up to where this place was and and okay, it was just dawn and and we we you know we we got, they unloaded the I mean the trailer behind you know and all that put that boat in the water and we went we had a nice time fishing and coming back uh, uh, the uh, the family of uh, the uh, other man in the fa- you know the other family he anyway he he said do you want to drive the boat to uh, to me in our steer or whatever you call it and so I I thought okay I did and I was kind of doing for pretty good and and we got to where we were uh, going to you know uh, dock but only the 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 shore was about a mile uh, it had there was a mile away uh, uh, where the dock was because the tide had gone out, and 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 so I had I turned the the uh, the the, the it, it back to him, and so and anyway he he brought it up to to where this little stream was, and and they both my hubby and this and the other gentleman uh, he they had to go to their bathroom so. They got out and 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 so uh, his wife and I, we took that. We had to guide that walk. We walked to the. the uh, I'll never forget. I had to. Ha- I had to. She and I had to handle that together, bringing that boat in. It was about a mile, I think. And and now that I'm a, a widow, it's he. My sweetheart passed away two years ago. Well, I. I, you know, uh, you can really, with the Lord's help, handle situations. But I remember the feeling I had having to do that. Anyway, God bless you, and uh, and oh, I love that. Thank you for that. (laughs) That's a great observation. Yeah, it's amazing what you can handle when you when you're willing to take the risk and go out on the adventure. And the next thing you know, you're a mile from shore, and (laughs) you know what what could happen. And the, the great, the captain of the boat, and the, and the, is it that my husband, they were had walked on to shore, and we had to do it ourselves, and we did. So. <laughs> well, good job, and praise God, because now you're here to share the story. So thank you, Sarah yeah, Linda. There you go. <laughs> okay. Appreciate you call very much, very much. God bless. God Bye-bye. bless you. All right, you got just a couple more minutes to get your calls in. 866 348 7884. 
you know, Bill, it's a bit, we got to share a couple of vacation tips along the way, too. But what, what were you going to say? Well, yeah, our memories in my family was my father was a world-class snorer. He was in the Olympics uh, under snoring. We were camping in a national forest <laughs> one time. You couldn't see the next campsite from where we were set up. At 2 o'clock in the morning that night, the people in the next campsite packed up their gear and left. <laughs> that is a quality snore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, <clears throat> um, yeah. If you're taking a long road trip, you know you're going to be putting a lot of miles on a car. <laughs> it might be worth a phone call to your insurance company and say, look, we want to drop our deductible. We want a zero deductible for fire, theft, vandalism, storm damage. And you might want to consider a lower deductible on the collision for that period of time that you're out cruising around. Yeah, for a couple bucks if you're going to have a problem. It's also a good time to do a review and make sure that you've got towing and labor. And understand under most of the insurance policies, there are different levels. And if I were going to take a long trip, I would get the best package they have that would allow you to be towed as far as possible. And then rental reimbursement is a good thing. The other thing is if you're going to rent something on vacation, cars, vans, you know, private passenger vehicles are often covered. Very worthwhile to get a call in. You don't normally need to pay extra from the place that you rent the car, but you do need to make sure you understand what the coverage is. But if you go to the Bahamas, if you go out of the United States, none of your insurance as far as liability goes, transfers. So if you rent a vehicle, you rent a car in the Bahamas or in Mexico, you want to be uh, really sure that you've got the right coverage. A lot of times your credit card, some of the credit card cover, uh, plans will give you coverage that your car insurance doesn't. But you want to have all that emailed to you ahead of time. Uh, your stuff, a lot of times you've got worldwide coverage for your belongings if you go on a vacation. And in some circumstances, it's not a bad idea to drop that homeowner's deductible down if you're taking a lot of expensive stuff with you on a vacation. And then you can call them when you get back and say, I want you to put the deductible back up where it's a cost effective. Uh, so what are you saying that if you had a bunch of stuff with you on vacation and it got stolen, that that's part of your homeowner's policy? Part of your homeowner's, not part of your car. You get lots of stuff in the car, and the car's stolen. Well, the, your car policy covers your car, but your belongings generally in most states uh, travel with you wherever you go, as long as it's not a second vacation home that you own. So, if you go uh, to Disney for two weeks and you've taken all this electronic stuff with you, and you've got all your iPads, and somebody breaks in and steals that, you can turn that in to your homeowners. Yeah, you, you, you go. Well, here's a couple of Robbie tips. Number one, if you can arrange it, it, especially with small kids, you can drive at night while they sleep, and you can get better gas mileage as long as you stay rested and get that done. And also consider not taking all those drinks and stuff that weighs so much. It burns a lot of gas. You can buy it when you get there. So a couple quick tips. But of course, we just are praying that that you'll have an amazing vacation. Maybe a storm will too come along, a fight or two, somewhere God can show you, you know, some really cool stuff about His character, vacation Bible style. Yes, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere He went, got it all done in 33 years, and we are so grateful that you spent time with us today. Really, it is wonderful to have you here on the Christian Car Guy Show. 